Um, Are you ready to talk about Bambi before we get too lit up? I don't know. I I, I don't think there's... I'm not going to pump the brakes on the getting lit up part or anything. Well, then we should pump the gas on getting started with Bambi. Love is a song that never ends Just like Plossin and Cossin we bowed out for a little while cause we couldn't get those COVID tests. Then Diffie and his family got COVID from a disgruntled healthcare worker <laughs> getting lit at 7 a.m. at the only place that serves booze. <laughs> <laughs> that was some of your best work, Tim. Uh, tell me about that nurse again. Uh, so... so uh, you want to talk to the, the internet about how you feel about nurses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, Tim. Uh, what I do want to talk about is uh, Bambi. Okay. But um, before I want to talk about Bambi, we don't... We I, A.K.A. Bormby. <laughs> beer. Beer. A.K.A. Hold on. I got a couple of these. A.K.A. Uh, <laughs> did it really take you nine years to make this, Disney? God damn it. A.K.A. Um... Uh, basically leaves interacting with water for 75 minutes, <laughs> a.k.a. Um, watching a deer fumble with his environment for an entire movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a great episode. Everybody have a great night. So, um, Wait. What, what year is it? No, the, okay. the, year, the year is it? Come on, give me this. Give me that old school season one shit. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bring that this time. We've learned a lot. And Seriously, let's, what year is it? Let's talk. No, well, hold, hold your fucking it's horses. It's a fucking war. Hold, God. He came back from the war. All right. Uh, you want to talk about the war? Because we're going to talk about the war a little bit. I always want to talk about the war. I, all right. So. Before we dig into any of that, <laughs> I think World War II. Maybe, maybe uh, eventually there might be some people hopping on at season two, and they want to know what the fuck happened and what do we do. And this is Disney Plus and Cussin. Uh, my name is Deefy, twenty six hundred, and I'm Timothy Q Mouse. So season one, we dug into Disney's golden age. Ooh, wop wop, golden years. Ooh, wop wop. What was your favorite movie from that? Pinocchio. Me too. Above and beyond. Uh, we, uh, I Although said, I, it was kind of fun taking acid and watching Fantasia. <laughs> uh, Fantasia, very close number two. I think uh, the only reason I really like Bambi is because I liked Fantasia. Also, I have had some uh, some feedback from people that are catching up. <laughs> They're very upset at us for uh, how we did Boy Meets World dirty. And we did Boy Meets World dirty by only watching seasons one and two. They want us to watch the rest? Yeah. We'll watch the rest. Uh, so that's what we're talking about. Season two is going to be a little bit different than season one. Why? Because we're starting this thing with microphones. Mm -hmm. That's a big plus. Uh, we're not in a dining room. We have some experience. And I, at no point in the following episodes. We have a co-host. We have a sometimes co-host. Uh, well, yeah, we've got fucking spinoff shows. We've got fan art we bought. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Check it out. Plus it a cousin. For the audio listeners, I'm holding up the... the uh, audio medium, Tim. Yeah, but, I mean, we got two people looking... This is from fucking uh, AJ. 
aka bulbs.x on Instagram. He did us some fan art. Can't really see it that well because of the ring light, but yeah, and, uh, the, and you know, the where he he drew us a fucking. You can uh, see it better even when you don't pick it up. A bait cave. Um, we got we got Tigger and uh, Winnie the Pooh running in with the barrel of Malort. We got David Hasselhoff, the Beast, uh, up on the um, up on the uh, masturbatorium with his cheeseburger dripping down onto Sleepy. Um, we got a pass out Pinocchio, passed out Snow White. We got a fucking peeping Tom, Peter Pan. Can't see him. Uh, and then you got Dumbo tripping balls on the on the lawn. So. It's cute. So we've grown, right? We've we bought the fan art. We we bought an ad. That went well. We bought an ad? You remember that time we bought an ad? And you were all like, I'll buy the next ad. Okay, I'll buy the next <laughs> ad. I don't give a shit. Uh, uh, yeah, we bought an ad. Uh, but we learned that never again will I say the year is 1946. And uh, We haven't got to 1946 And yet. your grandma was born. Yeah, We're not yeah, doing we, that I anymore. I don't want to talk about fucking year Nancy Pelosi was born. I We were fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking stabbing in the dark for content, Tim. I haven't done this shit in fucking 15 years, and I was just trying my best. But I learned. I learned, and that's not what we're going to do. I've got, I got new ideas for, for off-site entertainment. Uh, I've got new ideas for the Instagram and the YouTube page. Like, there's content, and we have grown. We have learned, and we have grown. We've got 35 people that are going to come back, and God damn it, in the next 10 episodes, we're going to get five more, minimum. There are going to be at least five more people who like this show. So they want to know, what's season two all about? Well, season two is the Silver Age. Yeah, we're, we're wrapping, up, wrapping up the Golden Age. We're going to put this deer to bed. And then we're moving on to, well, we're we're laying we're laying two things to rest. One is Disney's Golden Age. The other is Sir Christopher Plummer, uh, who 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 just left us, A.K.A. Captain Von Trapp. This is a two-parter. We're gonna return to the two-parters uh, whenever we can. Um, Sometimes, who knows? We've got people. So this series is Doe, a deer, a male deer. We're doing Bambi, Sound of Music. And stay tuned for what we're doing next. But we will be starting Cinderella after that. And that is the Silver Age. Beginneth the Silver Age. So in the Silver Age, we're going to have Cinderella. We're going to have a little Peter Pan. We're going to have some Jungle Book. Uh, yeah. Lady and the Tramp. We get Lady and the Tramp. We get 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. How do you feel about Alice 100? in Wonderland. What are, what, are you the, Alice in, what are you the most excited about in the Silver Age? Hmm... Um, well, honestly, it's not my favorite Disney movie, but I fucking love him or leave him. You know, problematic politics aside, I love Rudyard Kipling. I love his work. I love his prose. I love his rhymes. I love his poetry. So, um, my favorite was when so he we're, said, we're, uh, it's Alice in the, Wonderland is going to be a lot of fun. Peter Pan's going to be a lot of fun. Bare necessities. I'm Rudyard Kipling. Rest at ease. I'll never like a darky or a Jew. Rudyard Kipling was, he a, was a colonialist. He, he believed in the white man's burden. He was a bad man. He was a great writer. Great writer. Uh, you know. And I think we are getting into the time of Disney where we're going to need to separate the art from the artist a lot more often. And so we're we're about to enter. We're about to do a fucking how the turntables have moment yep. <laughs> uh, with with you being the fucking hater and the curmudgeon when we do Sound of Music next week. Right. Now. 
Because it's not I don't good. really know how you feel about Bambi. But I don't think you're gonna take the uh, I don't th- I don't think you're gonna take the throne of uh, of King Curmudgeon from me on this Bambi one. I don't think I am. Now you want to you want to hear about about Bambi? Is it time to talk about Bambi? I think it is. All right. All right. So um, Bambi is uh, the year is 1942. Actually, the year is 1923. Oh look at you! The year is 1923, and you have an Austrian hunter and. Uh, author named Felix Salton. Uh, he writes what is uh, what 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 some have called the first environmental novel um, because it's focused on you know the the kind of the sanctity of the forest yeah and uh, and man being you know this fucking uh, uh, this destructive force that that should be you know that basically what's gonna the boogeyman the virus that's gonna right. end everything yet you know. In, in Bambi, the main antagonist is man. Now, spoilers for the movie. Um, you know, that, 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 that basically, I'm not going to talk too much about the source content because it pretty much follows it um, to the T. Now, there, there's a few little wrinkles or whatever, but in, what was it called? It was called, like, Bambi the Roe Deer or something. Like, he was a roe deer instead of a white-tailed one, but Walt wanted to make it American. Um, so they, they switched up the kind of deer, which, like, apparently was like, some kind of big thing. Who gives a fuck? I guess it's because it's in the title of the book. Uh, or A Tale of the Woods or something like that. I don't know. It, apparently it's a good book. I'm not going to fucking read it. Uh, the Frank, what's his name? Frank Salant? Frank Saltine? Felix Salton. Felix Salton. Felix Salton might have been a fucking Nazi, by he, the way. Uh, like, he, he went on to write the but I doubt material it. I doubt it. for two other Disney movies, including The Shaggy Dog. What? Yeah. Three of his books became Disney movies. What was the other one? I don't know. I don't remember. I just thought it was fun that he also wrote The Shaggy Dog. Uh, the the one thing that happens in um, in the book that doesn't happen in the movie that I thought might be worth mentioning. So the Great Prince uh, of the Forest, being Bambi's father, kind of, and also kind of like the the, the like the the elemental spirit of the forest, kind and, of embodied. Uh, Alan Rickman's Patronus. Uh huh. He is like, well, you know, man is like this great destructive force or whatever, but even man is not safe from man because they find a guy that had been shot by another dude. They find a dead dude out in the forest. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they're like, see, man will fucking kill themselves anyway. Oh, shit. But this is coming from a guy that loves to shoot deer for fun, too. So That's also true. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Great. I think we might need to gear up with with some deer drink. Well, I, you know, I was thinking the same thing because I really just think we just dive right into the. As you know, thing. after listening to season one, we always have a different uh, drink of the week. We've it's never had different. the same drink twice. Now, those of you in the know know we're being a little bit cheeky, tongue in cheeky. The drink of the week ended up. No matter how we spun it, we would never end up drinking anything but Malort uh, out of Chicago. Jägermeister is one of those things that conjures up memories of vomiting. For I've me. never, I've honest to God, I think I might have said this on this podcast, never in my life, uh, except for every episode that we've always recorded, because uh, we've always drank Jägermeister, except for all of those episodes, never in my life. Have I had Jägermeister and not thrown up? Um, I definitely have had to tell someone, pull over! 
and then thrown up onto a fucking curb in the middle of a busy street. Well, just so, like always, pour up this Jägermeister. So, uh, so we have our uh, ever-evolving, uh, rotating door. Um, this week, we're doing Jägermeister from... Where the fuck did Jägermeister come from? I, I, you know what? It's probably one of those things that's from like... Wisconsin, but it looks like it's from Germany. Germany. It's from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Felix Saltines. Kind of. He was from Austria. You ever get the two of those confused? Uh, no, but they were one thing for a minute, I think. I feel like... Hitler was Austrian. So it was World War... The year is 1942. The year is... 1923. I just want to get Hitler's through... still in art school at this point. I want to get through one fucking episode of this show without saying the word Hitler. <laughs> God he was an influential guy, just like Walt Disney. Yes. I used to do a lot of Jaeger bombs at caves, and then in the morning, if I would think about Jaeger, that's when I would throw up. Mm. It's not it's not the Jaeger itself that makes you throw up. It's the thinking about the Jaeger the next day after your body that's filled with Jaeger very much doesn't want it to be in there anymore. Oh, my God, and it's Jaeger with Red Bull in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. How did we survive? Uh, the other thing that we would drink that makes me question our survival is uh, Coco Locos. You remember when we would just pour rum in the top of a Corona? I didn't do that. Holy God. You just take yourself a Corona and you pour some Bacardi Limon in there. You flip it upside down. And you throw up. Um, something about something about how we did that didn't feel right. No. Um, I wanna. I wanna. Ch- we need a palate cleanser, I think, and ugh. I can't find anything in this room. There's a. There's a. There's something peeking out at me, like like the animals peeking out after their hibernation period. We are really reaching this time. We don't know how to tell jokes anymore. <laughs> God damn it. This, th- is, th- this th- is warm up for actual season two. <laughs> That's why we did Bambi first. <laughs> because it's it, this is season 1.5. That We're going to do some fucking Kingdom Hearts shit. This is season 1XC. Yeah. <laughs> 1X teardrop dream dripping off a leaf into a ripple. You know what, dot I, X. You know what I think might fix this e- episode? E-X-E, what? Or it might fucking ruin it. Uh, but coming out of Chicago, Illinois, and yeah. poured into a yeah, glass get that German shit out of here. Ugh. We're Americans. Give me that fucking patch and sew it onto my skin because this is goddamn a lort out Malort of Chicago. Lort out of fucking Chicago, Illinois. We this did episode. drink Jaeger though too. Ugh. I think it, I think somebody just got a concussion. Yeah, upstairs. one of our kids just split their skulls open. Morgan will fix it. I hope she fixes this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be left up to me. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be working pretty hard this uh, these next few weeks. Viva Malort, dude! Viva Malort! Oh, that, oh, that just feels right. It's so much better. It's so much bitter. It's still like it's still like someone just tried to just try to doctor up some bile. Try speaking of doctoring up some bullshit. Let's talk about Bambi. All right. Um, first impressions. Uh, first impressions. Uh, do you like this movie? I think. I think. I. You know what? You always. You always get to fucking open this show with one of the famous songs from the movie, and I want to fucking. I want to open the show with the famous opening song from the movie, just for once. So I'm gonna sing the first song from this movie. I already did that. No. Oh, 
There's a deer, no, I mean it's a lion. And it's just been born as royalty. All the animals rise with fire in their eyes so that they can see the deer, I mean lion, that was just born. There's some animals gonna get in a fight. There's definitely gonna be a stampede. And this deer, I mean this lion, his mom, I mean his dad's gonna be dying. And then you're sad, cause this is the Lion King. This is the Lion King. So not only was this the fucking Lion King set in a forest, but when they were- No, Lion King was Bambi set in the jungle. That's when when they also, were- Also, they don't actually do anything original ever. They when they were selling the Lion King, when they were looking for investors for the Lion King, they were literally going around and saying, "It's Bambi, but in Africa, and also it's going to be good instead of bullshit." Oh, dude, the Lion King is so much better. It's like this season versus last season. It was a really great idea, but now they kind of know what they're doing. <laughs> Do we? I, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think this episode is indicative of that. You. All right, I um, think it's great. So, uh, the the opening scene, honest to God, was the full inspiration for the beginning of The Lion King. And then once I found out that they on purpose borrowed from The Lion King, you can start to see when you're watching Bambi. What do you mean they borrowed from The Lion or, King? No, I went, sorry, The Lion King borrowed from Bambi. <laughs> I'm realizing how ridiculous I've sounded the whole time. The Lion King was very open about borrowing from Bambi. Uh, and once you know that the Lion King was like, we're, we, all of this is just Bambi. We, we wanted to make new Bambi. When you know that, you start to see scenes in Bambi that are just very clearly also in the Lion King. Yeah, very, very obvious inspiration. I thought we were going to talk about, like, uh, I thought you were going to tell me about, like, uh, uh, how was this fucking seed conceived and, like, uh, the the production process and who wanted to, who pitched it to Walt. And... I'm glad you I'm glad you said that, Tim, because I do. And in this season, I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to be primarily focused on the how and the who. That's what I do. The how and the who. Not so much the when anymore. But the how and the who. So tell me how. Tell me who. All right. Um, so this is... Because I'm just going to talk shit through the movie. I'm going to talk about, yo, this is what we're watching, and this is how I... How Correct. I'm interpreting that. I'm also going to talk about the source content, when it is relevant in this And in my this thought situation. process was... And I'm, I'm going to do the music. I'm going to throw you the how and the who when it's relevant to the win in the movie that you're fucking shitting all over. I mean, you told me last season that they made this movie for nine fucking years, and I want to know what happened in that time period. So much happened in that time period. I purposely period. didn't do any research, because usually you're pretty good about telling me that. Shit. I got, so, we already know, We if you if you want to know what fucking happened in this time period, go watch season one, or listen to season one. I need to quit pretending that anybody watches or listens, but in season one, 
we all talked about everything that was happening during Bambi because Walt had his eye on Bambi for fucking years. And when you say a movie took nine years, a lot of that is fucking having meetings with the bank and fucking pre-production and sitting in a room smoking a million cigarettes and Walt going, okay, you know what would be pretty cool? Is if there were ants in it and the ants did things. Um, and we fucking, the writer's strike, the animator's strike, the fucking war. Uh, this movie debuted in London in August of 1946. 46? Uh, 42. 42, okay. Night. Wait. Balls deep in the war then. Balls deep in the war. But in London, 1942. Yeah, sorry, 40. I don't know why. I, yeah, it's 42. Uh, but no, the, the, the world premiere of Bambi is uh, in August in London uh, in 1942. So all of that so, shit's so happening. Bombi then? <laughs> the spooky airplane noise. Yeah, that, that's the karmic bomb. Uh, so, man, it's gonna be ERCOT just dropping fucking bombs on us now. That's what—that's our electric bill. That's what's next. They—they fucking—they just throw it at you. They'll bring, they'll send you a spoon, and it's full of poison, and you can either pay the bill or give them your body. Yeah. Uh, and there are gonna be people out there that are like, "Fuck it, body, take it." That's really interesting, and I'm glad we know it. But what I'm really more excited about is uh, we're nothing we're going to watch for the rest of the time we make this show is going to be quite as good as Pinocchio was in terms of hand-drawn animation and things moving like and uh, all of the things on the screen moving at the same time right but Fantasia was pretty good about that too right and so that's during so what happened while they were making Bambi I, I feel like they're already was doing fucking, the, the corner clip and bullshit in Bambi. They are. And they And they're doing it pretty well. They have no choice at this point. And they they are writing the shit out of this story. Bambi had enough storyboard to create two full days worth of movie. Like if they animated everything they wanted to fill into this seventy five minutes of film. <laughs> It would have been a two-day-long movie. But here's what happened when Bambi really started to take off, like, in the studio, was Fantasia. And Walt, you have to understand, has his hands in everything. And Fantasia was fucking exciting for Walt. Like, this was the thing that made Walt's dick just the hardest. He loved working on Fantasia and that concept of music meets picture meets all of these things and so you can really start to feel how important that concept was to to Walt when this started coming together and so it began as a classic you know fun cartoony Disney movie like if we think about everything we've seen so far everything is super this Disney movie cartoony. just made me feel weird it's, I don't know I, I, I'll get into why I think I it's not for us it's never been for us. It's not for kids. Like, I don't think this is a movie... Like, I don't necessarily think this is a movie, like, geared towards children. So we've got a, we've got a little comment from the chat that this also um, occurred to me. Is... Uh, I, I've met people named Bambi. Um, and you hear about, like, whores named Bambi or whatever. They're all girls. 
Bambi was a boy. I we had this conversation before we even started. The only this thing. people that have ever called themselves Bambi are, are strippers. Exotic uh, dancers. Yeah, there's a ch the chicken. The lap dance is almost is so much better when the stripper is crying. Her name was Bambi. her name was Bambi. It's, because it it's a, a, because it's a it's a girly ass name. For all of the names in this deer. all of the names in this movie are fucking stupid. Uh, so are all the characters. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> we just get we get into the movie. Just and then start. You start, okay. you start talking about the movie, and I'll tell you cool shit that happened. Uh, I think Bambi was nominated for best music, and like none of it is. I, I honestly, every time that I was thinking about the part that I was going to sing in the very beginning, the, the love is a song, which was like an Academy Award nominated. All I could think of was the second to the right from Peter Pan. Like, it's not distinctive enough. They never sing it in the movie. And like, also I was thinking about like... All of the music that's going on there. You know how people fuck to music? I've I've very on purposefully not ever really fucked to music because in my head, you know about how long a song is. And I've always had this fear that if it's less than a song, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, that I'll never recover. Well, you're also worried if you're on shuffle about like, um, is it going to be something very jarring? I after this like this one time uh uh we were fucking around um and uh me i had like made some playlist for ash and it was like right when we had gotten together we were like a, gonna, like we're a fucking, fucking playlist I, well it wasn't a fucking playlist but it was a playlist that you could probably fuck to yeah unless something comes on that you can't fuck to are you about to tell me about the least fuckable song on this playlist i'm about to tell you about the least fuckable song that i've ever fucked to that i had to stop fucking for all right hit me uh, with it i'm like um <laughs> I am, Brooklyn is a child. Um, we're in a hotel room, like right after we got together, as we're making our move to uh, to DC. We're in a hotel room. We can't f just fuck in the room, you know, with the kid next, you know, in, in on the bed on the other side. Yeah. So we go fuck in the shower, and we've got the playlist playing, so we're not making too much noise or whatever. And um, and then I'm like hitting her from yeah. That no one is gonna know what's gonna happen when both of them go into the bathroom together and turn on the fuck playlist. And she's sleeping. She's okay. Sleeping. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm like hitting her from behind and then uh, this, whatever cool song it was finishes and then it's like Grab your things, I'll come to take you home. It's like Peter Gabriel fucking uh, Salisbury Hill or whatever. And like, just imagine like fucking a chick from behind while like hearing that song. And I put that on the playlist because like I had just like fallen in love with her and like heard it on the radio. And it was like definitely one of those like uh, Jerry Maguire singing free fall in moments. <laughs> so I threw it on the playlist or whatever. But like fucking tagging a chick from behind and hearing that shit. When I get that fist, I'll bear here. <laughs> My heart is going boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Grabbing things, I come to take you. Beauty, beauty, beauty. <laughs> just imagine just like fucking. Yeah. So, do you try to match with the music in the background, or do you try to match with fucking Peter Gabriel? You try to get out. Grab your wings, I come to take you. You try to get out and do something about what's going on without killing the mood completely by changing that song, or you're not having sex today mm. um 
uh, because I could I couldn't do it. it. It would be like watch it'd be like watching fucking home movies of like your family while you're fucking somebody. That's like, an, I don't know. Um, just set, like <laughs> music in general during sex is a no go for me, man. Like if a song plays that I'm too into, I'll start listening to the song. Uh, if the fucking if you ever if, fucked a chick that had a fucking radio on in her room. We and listen then you to like, like get to commercials. He's like, shit. "All right, here we go. This we're is, okay, we're gonna is, fuck to Rush Limbaugh this now." Like mid two thousand. No, it's like welcome to uh, fucking uh, what, what is that? Uh, Thirteen ten. The ticket. Uh, <laughs> okay, come on now. I'm all the this, all the fucking hot hockey talk you can handle. And she's like, "Pull my goddamn hair!" And you're like, "Well, they're gonna tell me that Mike Madonna won the Stanley Cup." <laughs> no, you weren't having sex then. No. Uh, <laughs> Might have been with like the, the, the ugliest chicks at fucking Lamar High School. Uh, Shackle for Junior High School. Yeah, that was Shackle for Junior High. Yeah, yeah. Butter Battle Book. Okay, so why I said that thing about the music was because um, there's like romantic music in this and like and you know mood music and stuff, but it's like some dude just crooning, going, "Love is a song that does it." So, can you imagine like your grandparents? Like your young grandparents, like having their fucking record player going and like fucking each other to this shit. I I don't I I don't. Or think would that, it be something a little more jazzy? Like there's no like metal or hip hop to fuck to. I, I think. think or that, did they not do that? Uh, I well, I think back then fucking purely happened out of spite or to make a baby. That's so stupid. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Yes, and. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bitch, that... you've been doing this podcast with me for a long enough time to know that I'm not always gonna fucking yes and you you can't rely on me for that what's he saying, what's he saying? I can't rely on me for anything uh, he said Thumper's got a fat dumper <laughs> he does that's actually a fucking fantastic point let's get there alright so it's fucking circle of lifetime right we zoom in, and you know how we zoom in on this motherfucker? We zoom in. Hold on. So this is just paint. With a multi-plane camera, motherfucker. Yeah, we, it's just, it's we, just paintings it's just with moving parts. Straight up, we start with a multi-plane fucking camera. My, my bad mamma jamma with the glass panes. My favorite thing from season one, the fucking multi-plane camera is I back. thought you were about to start some kind of flow. Right. That kind of there. <laughs> there was a fucking camera and it had a dozen planes. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> That's not going to fucking happen. Multi-plane camera is back, baby. Uh, and some bullshit. Like, this is actually beautiful. You're watching and you're like, my multi-plane camera is back. This is Disney at their fucking best. We got Frank, we got Ollie, we got all nine angry men working on this bad boy. But this is like when they just jump right in with it. Like, that's the money shot, right? From Pinocchio, that multiplane camera fucking bringing you in through the little beautiful village. That was like that, <clears throat> that to me. And we're going to get into why I'm the... so conflicted about Bambi because there is so much that is like, Holy shit! This was this was released in 1942, and I can't believe what I'm looking at because so it looks that's, so good. That's what I was trying to say when I told you earlier. This movie isn't for you. It's not for me either. But it's for people in 1942. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This movie is built so specifically to its audience. So we're starting with the multiplane camera, and she's sliding through. Like, I'm pumped at this point because with my watching of Bambi today uh, was the first time I've ever actually watched Bambi. 
I've seen Bambi a ton and I remember it. And I think Bambi's actually one of those movies that everybody remembers differently. There's a thousand lines of dialogue and everybody remembers the same few lines from it. So everybody remembers seeing Bambi, but because it is exactly what it is, you sort of build your own Bambi. You kind of have to build your own Bambi because there's so little dialogue and the things that you remember are those dialogue moments and those big moments. So I think, I think Bambi hits everyone a little bit different. And so this time when I watched it, I was watching it after having done my, how did this get made research and listening to some of the animators talk about it and listening to the people who drew inspiration from it. And so I, I also got super high. And so it was my first time watching it high. Uh, but also my first time watching it with any interest to watch it. And at the beginning, I'm so fucking excited about it because these are, you're, you're seeing these credits and this multiplane camera action and you're just like, holy shit, these are the guys. Like, these are the guys that created Disney and you get so fucking stoked and then you see this beautiful waterfall and you're like, are we just going to skip over this fucking waterfall? Because I guess so, everything's going to be even prettier than this. And then it just doesn't fucking land for me after that but i disagree with you a thousand percent about the music i think it's perfect now hold on i think it's okay. exactly what it now, needed to be because i'm wait, looking wait, 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 wait. i'm trying to look at this movie through you, stoned eyes you got and, me wrong you got me I'm, wrong i'm trying to look at it through the eyes of a person who is in the years 1942 you got me wrong there because I don't think that the music in the movie is bad. I think the music in the movie is phenomenal in the sense that when they're doing the like animal or, you know, characters or action on the screen moving around to music to kind of illustrate, you know, to accompany the action on the screen. That shit is great. I'm talking about like the songs. None of the songs are memorable. There is one. There is one, and we'll get to that. Uh, is it April Showers? Yes, it is April it's Showers. It's such a good song, man. It's a pretty good song. It's a fucking great song. But but there's stuff in the Silver Age that is way better. Everything in Pinocchio is way better. Every everything about Pinocchio is better. I, I'm just saying and like, that's what makes this hurt, right? Like that this, is what makes this hurt. That's what makes this hurt. It looks like it's about to be as good as Pinocchio, if not fucking better, and it's just not. Also, Dumbo was better than this. No, it wasn't. Yes, it fucking was. No, it Fuck wasn't. you, bitch. Uh, I'm sorry, Tim. I I like Dumbo a lot better than this. Pumpkin Pink, Pink Elephants. Dumbo is a more enjoyable movie. Bambi is a better movie. Dumbo is fucking pure masochism. Does that make something good? No. Some something has to triumph over the fact that it is pure masochism to be good. So you're it, saying that just because Dumbo has to work harder to be good, it's a better movie? It ends up good, and Bambi ends up kind of shitty. Bambi and that's ends why it's up a better movie. sad. So that we'll we'll get to that, but no, like Dumbo is Dumbo is more fun because Dumbo's Dumbo sad is through more the whole fun. fucking thing. But you're like you're like as I'm. This is one of those situations where I'm going to go on record saying Stevie Ray Vaughan is an incredible mm. guitarist. I don't want to hear you talk about Stevie Ray fucking Vaughn. Stevie Ray Vaughn, he's an incredible guitarist, but I don't like Stevie Ray Vaughn. He's one of the greatest guitarists of all time, but I don't like Stevie Ray Vaughn. 
this is one of the best movies that has ever been made, but I don't like it. Okay. Well, then we can move forward as a united front, because I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, little prince! Hello, little prince! Now, I'll tell you why I don't fucking like it. I think that... I think that there... Okay, so yeah. Oh, it's Simba's being born. Bambi's being born. New prince is born. Everybody's going to see the new prince. I think everything is great until these motherfuckers start opening their fucking mouths. Um, the sound design is amazing. Everything that's happening on screen looks fantastic. Every fucking motherfucker in this movie that opens their mouth, I want to fucking strangle. So you sound like the casting director from Bambi. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Disney. Hello, little, hello, little prince. I don't know if I don't, like, you need to find you that chick that does all the voices for all the, all the fucking little ponies or whatever. Like, find a chick that sounds like, uh, little kids. What you're looking- And don't cast these fucking obnoxious ass little kids that think that they're the cutest thing in the world because someone stuck a fucking microphone in front of their face. What you what you're looking for when you're casting a movie is the very best. And when you're looking for the very best, you're looking for Chicago's own Malort. <laughs> Malort provides you with the very best in What's that? In Swiss liqueur. <laughs> Uh, with the aroma of full-bodied flavor of unusual botanicals, Malort's bitter taste is preferred by two-fisted drinkers. Uh, so when you're looking for the very best... I've got two fists. You're looking for Malort. Lay it on me. Uh, so try this. This is called Malort. And while you're while you're tasting the sweet, sweet botanicals of Malort, what I want you to think about is... I hope it'll help me digest all that nothing that I ate before this. You've never been in a movie before. <laughs> and your dad is fucking poor. And drunk and wants to make some money, so he says, You know what, motherfucker? That's we- not that that that's not me, but that's my my own child. <laughs> <laughs> your, <laughs> your dad says to you, I ain't got no money and I'm fucking drunk and I need you to pay my bills. So we <laughs> are going to Disney and you're gonna audition for this movie. So you show up. There's thirty other kids, they're all auditioning for for Thumper, and their job in the audition is to walk up to the microphone and say, The prince is born. And so you've got all of your Disney animators sitting in a room, you got Walt sitting in a room, and you got the casting director sitting in a room with all these fucking kids and all these like professional, sort of well known actor kids who have a little bit of experience doing this kind of thing. They walk in and they're all like, A new prince is born. A new prince is born. Ah, oh, the new prince is born. And then you get this kid who's never done any acting in his life, and he's just, like, screaming into the microphone, A new prince is born! Hello, little prince! Yeah. Hello, uh, little prince! And the casting director's all like, Okay, all right, great job, kid. To the back of the room. We've got some uh, some little club sandwich squares back there. <laughs> They're just right there in the corner. Take your dad. He needs something to eat. Uh, and just head on over there to the great job. And Frank and Ollie... Perhaps the most famous of the Disney animators of the Golden Silver Age are like, no, 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 no. That's our guy. Like, that's that's fucking Thumper right there. Because they're, they're, hearing, they're hearing these kids as they've seen these characters. And so uh, they've drawn Thumper in this, this thing that upsets you so much. 
So, I mean... Like he was perfect I for think it. that Thumper, but for he, me, it's like the same problem that I had with Jiminy Cricket, um, which is that, like, they're trying to infuse all the attitude of the movie. All the attitude that that movie's ever going to get is going to be in Thumper. This... So, um, I and think... I... I Look, I'm not going to say that I hate Thumper, but half the time, I absolutely fucking hate Thumper. I vacillate between finding Thumper slightly endearing to finding Thumper completely insufferable. And I think that the the negatives win out. (laughs) I think he's 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 a net con. Okay. Okay. Um, That said, I'm not going to say all that much more about him except every time that we talk about thumper okay <laughs> so i i thumper is what thumper is i that is a nothing ass statement i don't think that thumper needed to be the character that they made thumper out to be again you're not the audience for this movie and i'm not the audience for this movie and i think that just like jiminy cricket thumper was Thumper might have resonated with a different generation of people. Again, it it just doesn't land for me. Um, but there are movies that are made before this that do land and they do work. They right, and I man, I don't know what's happening. This is just like some kind of visual fucking cum shot for Disney. And that's exactly what it was supposed to be. J- don't forget that. The, but we've seen Fantasia. So and that's what's got. Walt Hard right now is Fantasia. He just made Fantasia and he just fucking made Dumbo and that's what's got him going right now. He's also under the most stress he's ever fucking been under. He's out of fucking money. His fucking, like, the the animators for Bambi don't necessarily realize that the animator strike is going on. Like, these are Walt's best friends. They're literally animating off of the studio. Like, they're off-site. Sometimes I picture Walt, like, as, like, kind of a Jack Skellington kind of character, walking around in that, like, that little circle of the holidays, and each of those holidays is just a different project that he's got going on, and everybody that's down in those, like, worlds like never sees the light of day with the rest of them right but i guess that's not necessarily true if you've got the nine old men working on all these different projects they're they're yes but they're that's also i guess that's also true of like game development and like big publishers right when you're when you're in the core you're pretty loyal to the guy who brought you into the core so like these are they're getting paid the best they've got the best fuck they're they've got a friendship with walt so they're not really participating in this animator strike. Because, again, remember, the animator strike is in-betweeners, right? They're inkers. These aren't, like, these aren't the guys who are at the top fucking smoking cigarettes and having a great time with Walt, getting drunk and missing their family. These are, like, the, the guys on strike are, are women and foreigners. And, like, they're doing the the equivalent of manual labor when it comes to animation that's who's on strike but that shit's got walt stressed out the war has walt stressed out finances have walt stressed out and fantasia fucking worked for walt didn't work for anybody else he didn't make any fucking money on it till way after he was dead but like that's what made him happy and so what you have to see is with bambi walt at the hardest time in his life 
is in his happy place with his friends working on the project that he wants to be working on with the people that he wants to be we're working on. We're talking about Fantasia on. or we're talking about Bambi? We're talking about Bambi. We're talking about Bambi, which is why Bambi looks like Bambi looks because what made Walt happy was his animators getting to play around. And in this movie, they're playing around so, with fucking... So, so Bambi is Walt escapism. I think so. Like, this is a story that Walt liked, but not a ton of other people liked it. This is fucking... These are the animators that Walt liked. This is them playing around with special effects. And most importantly, he just got done working on Fantasia. So Walt, when they're storyboarding, he gave them the rule that you can't add dialogue until it's absolutely necessary, which is where this pushes all of his top animators to create personality animation uh, and really fucking push those boundaries. That's why the backgrounds are so fucking spectacular. And so you're... The backgrounds are... The backgrounds are spectacular, the back, the but they're also static as fuck. The backgrounds are gorgeous. The colors are perfect. Bambi looks fucking great. Like if you just, if you're just watching it purely as an, as a piece of, like as a painting, Bambi's fucking pretty, right? And the music is fucking solid. Not necessarily the the song, the singing, the singing I could do without. Right, I, I, I think score. that they could have just completely done without that. And and what I miss when when we move into the Silver Age right. is the orchestral accompaniment of of action on the screen. This is a full orchestra and a forty person choir. Yeah, it's uh, that that shit is incredible. Um, so. That's why you get a I movie just, the, that's you, just kind of fucking you, boring, because it's it, this really is, boring. It like, moves. It moves at the same time, incredibly fast and like punishingly slow. So exactly like what you got, made you fan- got your season. It, your season lasts five minutes, but could, it's the longest five minutes of your fucking life. Could you have made it through Fantasia on acid if the songs didn't stop at a certain point? Like, if you didn't get to move out of the pastoral, or if you were in fucking Bald Mountain with Chernabog for too long, or, like, what made Fantasia work is these little pieces of music. And so when it starts to get boring, and you start to move into something else, bing, bang, boom, here's a brand new fucking piece of music with a brand new fucking art style. Bambi is essentially the longest segment of Fantasia. And I was absolutely, I was going to say that this just feels like a Fantasia piece. This is a Fantasia piece that goes on too goddamn long, is exactly what it is. Yeah. A Fantasia piece that didn't need dialogue. Give me, give me 30 goddamn minutes of Bambi. Give me a full 30 minutes of Bambi with zero dialogue. And it is the best thing that Walt Disney ever made. But... Because Bambi is Bambi, it just goes on too goddamn long. Mm-hmm. It gets boring. I get bored because Bambi isn't for me. Well, unless we're going to completely revamp how we do this podcast, we got to work through the movie. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's get to something that I did like. Well, what I don't like is that... Uh, it's like polite white voices of you know it's like these these characters are animated cute but it's just a bunch of polite white people 
<laughs> are you talking about this, the voices of the characters? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like these quails are super cute, and they're like, hello, little prant. Hello, little prant. They, uh, does it feel like the forest is in Kentucky? <laughs> no. Like, it feels like the forest is in, is in, I don't know, some other state in the fucking, um, in the 40s. Thumper is definitely the most interesting thing going on. I don't think so. I my favorite my favorite thing of this entire movie is Bambi learning how to walk. Okay, you want to talk about that? I mean, no, like I Bambi just... Bambi can't walk that good. Ba- and, and that which Thumper comments on. Thumper is Thump- Thumper's kind of an asshole about it. You are not going to get an argument from me about that. Thumper's I, a real I, I'm not Thumper's Thumper a real fan jerk. Here, here, here's here's one of the the fucking oh Thumper's so endearing fucking like you know this went over like fucking gangbusters. Um, also, uh, I I found all of the animals super cloying when they talked except for the mole because I love moles and the mole pops out. He's like, hey, great day, isn't it? that's the cutest thing I've ever fucking seen in my entire goddamn life how did the young prince fall down is he hurt no he's alright he doesn't walk very good does he Thumper dick yes mama what did your father tell you this morning? If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. That kid actually couldn't fucking remember that line. Come on, Bambi. Really? Yeah. Get up. Uh, so that kid Try couldn't again. fucking remember Come any on, lines. Get up. Because remember when I told you the casting director was like, no, not that motherfucker. And Frank and Ollie were all like, no, that's the motherfucker. Uh, he could, that's that's kind of brilliant. That's he couldn't brilliant. remember any of his lines. And so what they did was constantly just feed them to him. Uh, so one that thumper was recorded one line at a time. And they'd be like, okay, this time we want you to be happy. Okay, look at me. Look at me. Oh, great job. Eyes up. Eyes up. Show me what scared looks like. Okay, now that you're scared, I want you to say, I've got to go home now. And that kid's like, I think it's time for me to go home now. And, like, they, I, you can see this fucking kid inside Thumper. Like, that's the part that's so annoying is Thumper's kind of annoying, an annoying piece of shit. But, like, he's an annoying piece of shit that you've actually met before. And Frank and Ollie animate this kid flawlessly so do all the in-betweeners and the inkers and that's something that i've learned over the course of season one is that there are so many people that don't get any fucking credit that go into this thing but you've got the most talented people drawing the most boring ass strip and thumper is one of those like thumper is great thumper he's really really well animated he's like that character that i don't particularly like is a whole ass mood. Whole ass mood. We're we're going back, we're watching this. I'm like looking at the thing that I'm about to talk a bunch of shit about and I'm like that's really well done. It's really well done. And but the that- fact that like the thumper scenes, which I find super annoying, right. are among kind of the most eventful moments of the entire movie because they're the only ones with any fucking dialogue. 
If yeah, there is talking, a, Thumper or it, Mom is Calling around. this a fucking Disney movie, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's like this experimental hybrid-ass monster that they released, you know? Right. Like, um... They work too long not to. So you want to know some shit that, that Disney, like Disney's fucking, oh. this is my music video brain wanted to put into this fucking, he want, this, this could have been two days long. And here's some shit they cut out. Uh, Disney really had this, he had this idea where Bambi accidentally swallows a bee. Uh, and while the bee's inside his they did, tummy. They did that with Pooh later. Really? Yeah. There's a bee inside Bambi's tummy and... To talk to the bee, you have to talk into Bambi's ear, and then you hear the bee by listening to Bambi's mouth, because he's talking from his belly. Does that happen to Winnie the Pooh? Bambi the... I mean, Bambi the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, like, ends up getting ingesting an entire beehive. Right. God damn it, I can't wait to get the Bronze Age of Winnie the Pooh. Um, so, there were also... a There was at least an hour's worth of footage where we, we fully realized... The squirrel as a primary character, the chipmunk as a primary character, but what we're left with is Flower the skunk, Thumper the rabbit, and Incel the owl. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the owl at all, and we'll get to that. Um, the movie starts with that piece of shit so owl. There is the owl goes night night, and the squirrel wakes up, and you're like, okay, here comes owl right. and squirrel, and then nothing until now, owls and insects. I'm gonna talk about like the 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 thing that you find so endearing, which is like the bumbling nature of Bambi walking around. No, and no, then, no, no. And no, then that's... you've got this like commentary coming from the the animals that are watching him walk around that are completely fucking stands for him, and. It's, it's like, it's kind of like when, if you were to listen to Addie and Einie hanging out, but you didn't have like a video game to be playing while you're listening to them hang out, and you're like, I wish that there was like a fucking somebody carrying this narrative a little bit better than these complete idiots, <laughs> you know? And it's like you just got left in the room to watch the children play, and they're not quite good enough at, like, carrying out a scenario to make it at all interesting. <laughs> so, when you're hanging out with your children and they're not being interesting, what you're really looking for is the best. And what you want in the best is Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort makes hanging out with your kids while they're no, telling you a story way better. We gotta give some love to the thing that we really don't want to drink. We spent an entire season. <laughs> Car Carly Rae Jepsen will save us from the abomination. Where I spent $7 on this bottle, motherfucker. You're about to drink it. <laughs> -na 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 -na. And I'll throw up. -na 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 -na. Because of Jägermeister. -na 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 -na. One time Sarah stole a bottle from somebody she called a friend and then we hid it in the snow. And then later I also stole it from Sarah and hid it in a different part of the snow. And then I drank it all by myself while she was probably having sex with the person whose party we were at. <laughs> Instead of me. Da -na 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 -na. Da -na 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 -na. 
True story. Uh, all right, let's, let's just finish this so we can drink the shot of Malort that's going to wash our mouths out. What? Oh, God. Oh, none of these beers are full it enough to... It actually walk. tastes better than Malort, but like... Bullshit. No, no it no, doesn't. No, hold on, hold on. Uh-uh. But it does... Oh, Malort is good. Jaeger bad. Malort is, is bad. Jaeger is evil. How long has Jaeger been around? Uh, Malort is... Was uh, Jaeger there for the inception of the Nazis? Probably. Ja- Jaeger is Hades. And uh, Malort is Zagreus. <laughs> Malort ain't Zagreus. Malort is Zagreus. And he's Malort's here. like Poseidon. <laughs> Malort's Demeter. You know, I think that game did Zeus dirty. Uh, I think that game did... I, I don't like Zeus in that game. No. Who do you like the most in that game? Oh, Meg. Meg. Uh, I'm a I'm a big, big fan of Dusa. I love Dusa. Like if Dusa I, is like this one chick that I work with. Of all the people I could date, I date Dusa. I don't think even Zagreus can date Dusa at the end. I wish I could. You oh, wait. So you pick at the end? Don't, no. don't tell me anything else. I've beat I've beat Hades six times. Have you now? Yes, I have. I've gotten the. Uh, I think we should do. I've I think got we the should do hidden. Pl- I think we should do Plusin and Cussin's game of the year for twenty twenty. Hades. It's Hades. Hades. Do we have any honorable mentions? Uh, I fucking really really enjoyed uh, six or seven minutes of the Blair Witch Project. Okay, that's not anywhere near twenty twenty, but. Uh, was Hades a 2020 game? Hades, yeah, Hades was a 2020. Hades got its 1.0 release in 2020. Um, Hades has been So there's out. more Hades to come? You think there's going to be downloadable Hades content? I, I, I think there will be. I Hades will be. is one of my favorite games of all fucking time. It's, um, it's borderline perfect. It's so fun. I've... It's so fun. The art is beautiful. Um, the dialogue just keeps going they recorded the one of the head designers said that he recorded 30,000 lines of dialogue for himself and he's a very he's hypnos there are 1,000 words he's hypnos in in Bambi yeah one 1,000 look if you guys are out there and you're listening to us still and you even have a remote interest in games, play one of the best games of all time. I think it's 20 bucks no matter where you get it, and it's called Hades. It's so fucking good. It is. It is. You know, we shouldn't, you know, necessarily populate our podcast with fucking plugs of shit, but this, this game's been a big part of mine and Chris's lives. Yeah. You know what else has been a big part of our lives? Farts. Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's do it. No, I'm not doing it again. Uh, uh, did we just do it? We just did it. We just nope. did the Malort. We did Jaeger we instead. We did Jaeger. We need the Malort to watch You know what's been a big part of our lives? <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. Now I'll tell you what about Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. Not only are they a sponsor of this show, but they're not a sponsor of this show. We've been shouting out Malort on this podcast since day one, and Malort never shouts back. But Malort has shouted back to everything I've done, not as the podcast. Like anytime that Mr. Chexty, Mr. Chexty has a lot shouts more followers out Malort. Than, than Disney Plus and Cousin. 
That's true. Why is that? Disney Plus and Cousins way better than Mr. Chexty. Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm drunk, and it's time to talk about Bambi again. All right. So, um, it's like being left alone, being left alone and play with the kids. Is watching They're Bambi? not. Somebody else should be carrying the torch here. Somebody else should be carrying your kid? Yeah, sure. I'm always happy when someone else is doing something <laughs> with my kid. <laughs> I'm taking my kid to Legoland on Thursday. Other than that, I don't really want to see her until then. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember that time you had to fucking stay at my house when we were both in the middle of a of an old man mental breakdown? Because of being with our families in the middle of a fucking... Snowpocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I didn't quite break down at all. Uh, actually, I held it together completely. Um, I broke down later uh, after the whole thing was over. But uh, I think what I needed to do was just go to the place that was best for us each time and be the best version of myself that, that I needed to be right. each time until I could just unravel. And instead of getting to, like, unravel or relax at all or anything, um, I got to get to my house right before the hardest work week end that I've ever yeah. had in my entire fucking life. And uh, and now that is carrying over. There has been no stop, no relaxation. It's been snowpocalypse, hardest work week ever. And now this right now? Yeah, this right now. So, <laughs> uh, I think I'll be a little bit better for fucking Sound of Music. <laughs> I think you're doing great. Um, Even completely on, running on empty, I still got some reserves. But um, that's me. That's not Bambi. Uh, Bambi comes across the gayest skunk ever. Okay, so I did not know until I I had to like second guess myself even during watching Bambi. Uh, so, Flower is a dude. Flower's definitely a dude, as we find out later when they're all dudes. But until you find out later when they're all dudes, does anything in you think that any of them are dudes? <laughs> <laughs> I do think th Thumper is the only one that comes across as a dude. Bambi's clearly a girl right up Bambi until Bambi gets antlers. Am I right? Boy, because they're calling him the little prince. The, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, okay, okay. Um, excuse me. The little prince. Yes, yes. So if you're an adult paying attention, they're calling him the little prince. But if you're a kid that's just watching the pretty movie, do you do you think Bambi's a girl until Bambi has antlers? No. I thought Bambi was a girl until twenty fucking twenty one. Did you really? I remember. I you don't remember jack fucking shit from this movie. I didn't remember any of it. Clearly, here's what I remember from Bambi. Here's what I remember. Uh, like going into Bambi today, watching Bambi for the first time, really today. Uh -huh. Here's what I remember. If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. And that's it. I remember that Bambi is named Bambi. Yeah, yeah, I forgot there was a goddamn fucking skunk in the movie. Like, that's all I remember from Bambi. And then He calls him Flower, and then that skunk appropriates Flower 
as his name for the rest of his life. For the well, okay, so that clearly a little girl skunk is all like he can call me flower if he wants. Gosh, gosh, yeah, yeah, and 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 then he. Grows I, up. I just, I remember as a kid feeling uncomfortable watching those interactions. Flower is strucketh. Flower is in love. Flower is in love with Flower, everything forever. No one has ever been so kind to Flower. Like, if you are the kind of in, being an individual that's going to have sex with Flower, the skunk, that is a sensual person. That flower, I I believe that in the year twenty twenty one, flower would identify as non-binary, non-binary, non-binary at least, even yeah. if he's fucking a chick. Yeah, even if they're fucking a chick. Flower, flower is both non-binary and pansexual. Like they know something's up with flower in forty two, because yeah. at one point the owl's like. Even you could get struck by Twitterpedia. What what do they call it? (laughs) Twitterpedia. If you'll donate $6 right now to Twitterpedia, we can continue to change the world. So Flower's horny for Bambi. Let's keep it moving. Are we skipping Uh, straight to Twitterpated? No, we're skipping straight to uh, the point in the movie where... You need to take a fucking rip off of your bong. Bring it to me. I will bring it to you right now. Bring it to me right now. Do you want to take a hit on your pipe? It I'm not. I'm not fucking with weed for a minute, Chris, because I had Amos with the fucking possum and. Why fucking April showers works. Give me the phone back. Also, you're right. Also, god damn it, April showers does slap. And this uh, is, we this get the introduction of um of our dear friend Bubble Guy's cousin, Raindrop Guy. We're gonna talk all about Raindrop Guy later. I assure you. But I want listen, listen here. Let's talk about April showers right, right quick. This fucking shit right here. If Bambi had just been 
April showers plus chef's kiss. Mwah. Fucking stellar. April fucking showers, man. You need you need the scene where the deers fight. That was a really cool fucking scene. So I, I saw and, that and, scene. And Thumper and, and Thumper and Bambi skating around on the on the fucking We'll get there too. That shit's good. But April fucking showers, man. So this is when you've got Once again, seventy five minutes of leaves interacting with water. Right. But here we have They do it really well. You've get you've got Frank Churchill. April April Showers is perhaps the best example of Frank Churchill and Ed Plum working together on the music for this thing. And so I want to focus a little bit here. So Frank Churchill, you may remember as our boy from Snow White who wrote Hi ho Hi ho Very nice. So Frank Churchill brought you those fucking class acts from Snow White. And then you have Ed Plum. So Churchill and Plum are in chore in charge. Churchill and Plum are in charge of the score for this thing. Ed Plum being what's known as the secondary score. So Churchill has worked on all sorts of shit from the Golden Age. Fucking silly symphonies, fucking grasshopper and the ant shit. He has been there the whole time. But Churchill being the real uh, mind behind the music for Snow White. And then you've got Ed Plum, who fucking Disney brings in because of the hard-on he's had for Fantasia and working with classically trained musicians. And so Frank Churchill is has been spending his whole life before he worked with Disney providing the improv for silent films. So when they're filming a silent film, you've got some dude playing the piano while they're filming it to set the mood for the actors. So that shit you hear like when you're playing when you're playing Red Dead and there's a movie, mm-hmm. like a movie, the like piano on a silent film thing. Are you that far in Red Dead right now, huh? No, I'm watching. I've seen a couple magic pictures, but I haven't seen a movie yet. <laughs> I know I'm going to see a movie though, man. Anyway, uh Frank Churchill. Yeah, yeah. Frank fucking Churchill. Uh, so, Frank Churchill's been working with Disney this whole time, but he's been writing, you know, the fucking songs that that push the, the plot forward. But his background is providing the mood for silent films. Like, he's all like the... He's that guy. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying... Are you saying to me right now... If what you're saying to me right now is... Then I'm going to need something that accompanies that. If Frank Churchill has said to you... Then you need Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. <laughs> and I want you. And I need you. Uh, so, yes. What I'm saying is... Yeah. yeah. Half, half, half these... Probably a good idea. Here's the Bambi and getting through it. All right. Oh. Oh. 
All right. So what I have to say next, if I'm following the... Um, no, fuck your notes. We're still talking about the music here. Eating blossoms, failing. Bambi is not a cool customer with the ladies. <laughs> That's true. Bambi's not a cool customer da- with the... Dear Jeff Hold on. Da- I want to talk about Ed Plum for a second. I do. Fuck you. Quit trying to push me past Ed Plum. The people want to hear about Ed Plum. The people on this the show. People, the people. <laughs> there's a people and they want to hear Where's about. John Duckhead? God damn it. They want to hear about Ed Plum and Frank Churchill. So we talked about Frank Churchill enough already. He made the hi-ho. We sang it. So He pimped out a kid. A mentally handicapped kid. That uh, thump, the thumper actor. Right? <laughs> do you think the actor? <laughs> do you think? Do you think the child that played Thumper is mentally handicapped? Yes. No, Tim. He's just a kid. <laughs> That's how kids talk. Gary and Randy. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you consider yourself a former healthcare worker? <laughs> remember playing fucking rock band as a singer do, doing Hand That Feeds by fucking Trent Reznor. <laughs> I think, think it's uh, the perfect way to get back into it. Bubble Guy's cousin, Raindrop Guy. Uh, this could have been a, a Fantasia segment. We already talked about Eating all that. Blossoms, Failing. Oh, I did not like Bambi's interaction with Failing. Say her name one more time. Failing? One more time. Feline? Feline. Feline. It's Feline. You wrote it down as Failing, though, right? I wrote it down exactly how it's spelled Feline. Feline. What a stupid name. My sister's name is Celine. You think her name's stupid? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> Bubble Guy's cousin, Raindrop Guy's cousin. <laughs> it's okay. There's actually a pl- pretty. There's actually a pretty good story about Raindrop Guy. There is a rumor that once outside the Burbank Studios, a cop walks up on a guy who's just laying down in the middle of the road. While it's raining, and the cop's like, you gotta get up, and the guy's like, I gotta see how the rain looks when it comes at me, man. Uh, and he was a Disney animator trying to see how the rain looks. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. It's a rumor? That's a rumor. That's a thing that may or may not have happened. That's a Disney... He was laying in the middle of the street? This week's episode of, did that shit happen, is maybe there was a Disney animator laying in the middle of the street looking at how rain looked. So... When it actually comes to rain in Bambi, they fucking filmed that shit on a soundstage in Burbank at the studios. They just fucking set up some black tarp and made it rain and filmed in front of the black tarp from different angles. And they still use that fucking footage because basically they just took the footage of rain falling 
in front of a black screen and then people fucking hundreds of people had to just frame by frame trace what rain looked like falling in front of a camera yeah no they said they laid down in the rain so dumbo was great because they brought in fucking elephants right like they're looking at elephants when they bring in when they bring in fucking dumbo i just i i I don't know how i don't know how you go from elephants to just rain like it seems like a step in the less exciting direction Drip, drip, drop, fucking April showers. You need this to look fucking perfect. This is the only time you get any dialogue. This needs to be fucking golden. I but need to no see dialogue. every fucking raindrop. This is the dialogue. I'm a song. I give you song, and that moves the music just like Fantasia, but way too long. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, I, I, I guess. As far as we're concerned, from the Plus and Cousin studio, yet another misstep. April showers? Even April showers is, is a bit of a misstep. You think the whole of Bambi is a misstep? I think the whole of Bambi misses the mark. Check real this hard. out. Check this out. I think the whole, hold on, hold of, on, the hold whole on. of Bambi the whole of Bambi lands in in the sense that like like it's not gonna make it's it's never gonna hit the winner of any category because everything that it thrives in it it has immense failings in i figured out bambi entirely here is bambi are you ready for bambi ready bambi is when you have a job that you love very much but it's been a really fucking tough year for you as a person it's been a tough year for you as a as a, the job the job is hard. It's just it's just been a rough year for you. And Bambi is a really great fucking Christmas party <laughs> after everything was fucking tough and you're like, this is a great time. I'm having a great time. You and me as employees of Walt Disney. It has been a tough time. So this is more than just you though. What do you mean? This analogy. I've been having a tough time, man. I need a good Christmas party. Bambi ain't that Christmas party. No, dude, but uh, Bambi is that, like, uh, Bambi's the Christmas, Christmas, Bambi is Christmas bonus. And you're like, this is nice. Thanks, guys. But it's the Christmas bonus that, that Clark Griswold's boss initially gave him. No. Which was Jolly of the Month Club. This is, uh. It's a gift that keeps on giving Clark. <laughs> Are you a fan of Christmas National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Holiday Row Holiday Road. Our kids just fell asleep and then you woke them up. They're back to sleep. This this is a priority. This is a priority. <laughs> Where were we, Tim? I don't think so, Tim. Um <laughs> I don't know. There, there's like a moment where where Thumper's eating blossoms, and he's telling Bambi to just eat the blossoms. And okay, the okay, greens. okay. Here's the here's the thing that you're not gonna like at all, but some people that listen to this show are gonna find exciting about that. <laughs> 
Fucking the little kid that played Thumper is perfect for the little kid that played Thumper. And you can hear him every fucking line. Alright, what was it? Little greens is is good for eating. One more shot. Makes big feet. Line. I wish we could go to a Coulter's barbecue right now. Dude, Coulter's real pit barbecue. Coulter's barbecue. It's where the real stuff comes from. Holy shit, could you imagine how great it would be if we could go to a Coulter's right now? They only opened up for us. Have you ever had a french fry better than the french fry you got at Coulter's Real Pit Barbecue? But I've had a lot of good fries. I want to, I'm, I, here, here's, this is going to be the most controversial thing I've ever said on this podcast. Coulter's Barbecue has the best french fries ever? No. Uh, Coulter's <laughs> Real Pit Barbecue could fucking stomp fucking Bill Miller's in the goddamn teeth. Oh, definitely, dude. Bill Miller's is trash. Bill Miller's Bill Miller's, Bill Miller's barbecue ass. is trash. <laughs> yeah, here. Coming and if, from you live out of San Antonio, Bill Miller's is fucking trash. Bill Miller's barbecue is trash. And if you've been eating trash from Bill Miller's barbecue, what you want is to wash out your mouth with the fucking great taste of Malort. Carly uh, Rae Jepsen. No. Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. We'll make you this movie. Make you wish that you were eating Coulter's Real Pit Barbecue. Coulter's Barbecue. It's where the real stuff comes from. So there are two moments in this movie where you get 18 seconds of silence. Can you tell me those two moments? No. Yes, you can. Well, in that moment... <laughs> Ready? Mother, look! What's all that white stuff? <laughs> Why? It's snow. This is the stupidest snow? podcast it's ever. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We have, at this point... We've got Bubble Guy's extended cousin. Snow Guy? Snow Guy. <laughs> so, check this out. Snow Guy's a fucking badass. So, when it comes to making snow, here's what they did. They took a bunch of cornflakes and they smushed them up. I shit you not. 
They take a bunch of cornflakes and they smush them up and then they film them throwing the crumbs in front of a black background and they bleach that and then they draw, they rotoscope essentially on top of that to create the snow effect. It's fucking cornflakes. The snow in Bambi is cornflakes. Here's the deal. Here's the deal with Thumper and here's the deal with Bambi in general uh, is fuck Bambi. Let's eat some jogs. No, 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 no. We have to get to the next part, which is uh, they go out in the meadow. You hear the ominous ass music. So the, the what my do you, job. What do you think of the, the great the great king of the forest or whatever. The prince. <laughs> the, the, the prince. Pr- the prince of fucking. Uh, the prince of fucking unfulfilled child support payments. Seriously, <laughs> he. Bambi, he, look, he looked at me. That's because you're important. Bambi, <laughs> Bambi's mom is dead. <laughs> and the prince finally shows up. Bambi's been alone for at least a Bambi, day. Trying doesn't to fight his mom. even get a chance to fucking... Doesn't even get a chance to shed a tear over her One. corpse. Before he's like, yo. One tear. Your mother is not coming back. And, she doesn't get to uh, be with you Come anymore. with me, son. So, like, okay. Now... The one defense that I will give this movie for that is, like, this is essentially the god of the forest. He's this showing is up. No, he's more than that. He's the god, which, you know, one could argue Mufasa was. But there was there was a little bit less nuance. More Aslan, less Mufasa? I don't want to talk about Aslan. He is the spirit of the forest. All right. He also have it's it's like you're the son of God, right? And then God actually appears before you and says, "Your mom's dead. Your mom's dead, and I am your father. You are the son of God." Now we now we need to move. He says three fucking lines. That's all you get. And somehow he survives. And the next portion of this movie is straight up overt sexuality. Are you talking about when an owl gets turgid? I really despise that owl. That owl's clearly an incel, right? <laughs> like this, this, the owl is an incel. Am I he wrong? He talks about, about that? getting Twitter pated. All right. So, so before that, yo, okay, your so, mom's dead. I'm your dad. I'm your dad, bro. <clears throat> they all come back. They've all gone through puberty completely. How do you feel about puberty flower? Were you upset to find out the flower is a boy? I knew Flower was a boy. I've seen this before. But the first your time. Your mom's dead. I'm your dad. Decrepit old owl having a dementia episode. This fucking owl, he's really upset that everybody's super horny. No one is more horny than the doves. You have not seen Simba. Up. You have not, rather, you have not seen Bambi since he was a child. And then he just busts onto the screen and goes, It means no worries. For the rest of your days, it's a problem-free. Don't go up to me. Stay down where you are, please. Okay. Fine. Try again. It's, it's a, a problem. problem. <laughs> you actually had no business singing ever. <laughs> one more time. One more time. You're going to go, it's a problem-free. I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. One, two, I want to. It's a problem, Fred. 
need some award. Some award. If you think you can sing better than me, then you think you're the best. And if you're the best, then you're Carly Rae Jepsen's Malort. And then they are all old enough to fuck. That they, is what the movie shifts to. And this is when the movie becomes interesting, actually. You like the Twitter-painted part of the movie I more than the... I love the Twitter-painted part. I love the Twitter-painted part. And we're going to watch it and listen to it right now. It comes right about 47.58 if you want to watch it on your own TVs. 47.58. For example, they're in the Everdoor. You're walking along, minding your own business. You're looking neither to the left nor to the right. When all of a sudden, you run smack into a pretty face. And your dick gets hard. Or you just straight you come in your pants without your dick even in the hard. knees. Your head's in a whirl. And then you feel light as a feather. And before you know it, you're walking on air. Because you dick so hard. I can, they don't have jobs to go to. Like, and why you know wouldn't they you're not for a only be worried about fucking? And you completely lose your head. Gosh, that's awful. Gee whiz, terrible. And that ain't all. It can happen to anybody. This is... So you'd better be careful. It could happen to you. And you. And... Even you, yes, you gay-ass It happen to you. Well, it's not gonna happen to... So, they, they all march off. Even the gay skunk. Even the gay skunk saying, never, never will this happen to us. We are the cool kids from the movie slash book It. Those kids ran a train on a chick. Oh, yeah. When Thumper, when, when fucking Skunko, what's his name? Flower, you piece of shit. So they catch him and they're like, yo, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like watching your buddy leave the bar with his ex. <laughs> you know they're gonna have the best sex ever because you've had that sex with her. You've had that sex before. You know what she likes. You do. She's she's his girlfriend, but you've been there and you just and didn't everybody's tell him about like, this it. This is a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Don't do it. And you're you're like, gonna be eh, upset. I'm gonna get fucking laid. I haven't been laid all fucking month. And look at this chick fluffing up, fluffing up her fucking cheek tits. Look at that! She's got a beard in this hot. Uh, she does look she like one of the She literally would just be fucking... She is a very sexually drawn rabbit. Hey, you remember that it's time you wanted to fuck I'm a hippo? Uh, <laughs> he is just a boner waiting to fucking go off. Like... Hello. Oh, ah, 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 ah. He has to be the only rabbit in the forest for this to be happening to him. And this is where he just fucking ejaculates. That's all that that can represent. 
She has no other mate choices aside from this guy. <laughs> the hills are alive Stroking with some rabbits coming. Ears. Yeah, no, that's good. Bambi's over it. Bambi's over it before he meets his own feline. Uh, and this is when Fiorelli... What's her name? <laughs> Feline. Feline. All of the names in this movie are stupid. You uh, should have seen what Felix Ortez... Uh, saltines. <laughs> Fiorelli saltines. Felix Ortez did with the names with his book. There was like Oboe and Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Binks to you, sir. Uh, so they're they're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck. But then some other motherfucker shows up to rape this chick. And yeah, that's rude. And Fiorelli has to be all like, uh, Bambi. Bambi. Bambi? Wait for the Bambi's rapist. in the clouds. Here's the rapist. I'm gonna fuck that girl. You looking at my girl, bro? You good? Dude, here's the thing. Make America great have, again, have girl. Have you been into any fights in San Antonio? You no. know what they say to you? You all right, bro? That's what they say when you get in a fight in San Antonio? You good, bro? You good, bro? You good? Baby. Luckily, all of the fights that I've been in in San Antonio have involved me having friends with me. Yeah, I'm good, bro. What's up? You good? You good? This is a San Antonio podcast. We have to include this moment. <laughs> uh, this is when Scar fights uh, Simba. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Bambi is getting his fucking ass kicked uh, it, through most of this, and then he happens to wait, wait. How do realize? You, how do you know that it's Bambi who's getting his ass kicked? I can't tell who anybody is in this scene. It's just colors. Old boy is beefier than Bambi. I'll give it to you. You don't have to. I, I mean, I. It's not a competition, but it's yours. My. My idea throughout the whole thing was that Bambi's getting his ass kicked. Bambi is not the bigger man. Bambi gets Bambi triumphs because he uses antlers to throw the guy off the edge of a cliff, which is a smart move. Which you'd like to think Bambi's a smart guy. Smart guy, smart guy. <laughs> ba, 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 are, you, are you are you referring to the sequel? Taj Mowry. Are you referring yeah. to the sequel to uh, what? What's that? The best of both worlds. Sister, sister, hotter than a teenage mister. This is produced by Jeffrey Epstein. I think it's Porius. I think it's your boy Porius. Are you trying to tell me? Also, your Eskimo fucking blowjob brothers with fucking uh, Dustin Diamonds. I didn't want to talk about that. You've already talked about it. You brought it up. You keep talking. brought it up on the podcast. You keep bringing it up. I brought it up one time on accident, and now I've never forgotten it. I guess. This is, we didn't talk about the most memorable moment of Bambi, which is his mother's death. Do you talk about it right now, and then I think we're good here. Guess what? You know who else didn't talk about it? Disney. They filmed it. Yeah, for like five seconds. They know they drew it out. 
There's plenty of footage. They didn't draw it out at all. They you don't just get... beefed up the balls on the fucking shoulders of the king of the forest. So like, hey, I'm hey, you should be super honored that I'm your dad right now. Sounds like a for him to acknowledge him as his son. He was a poor father. Not in dear terms. Fair enough. He looked at him once. <laughs> he literally, he looked at his son one time, and they were like, "Hey, that's fucking yo. You should you keep that keep that in your pocket, Bambi. Keep that Listen, in your pocket, this Bambi. What I need you to understand is no one has ever lived half as long as this guy. So I let him come inside me. <laughs> yeah, uh, because no one has lived one near, time. One time. One time. He made you. It was very quick, like. Prince of the forest, not prince of lovers. I had a, I met a guy in Did high school. You once. think that female mammals on the regular know what it's like to experience an orgasm from penetration? Not my wife. <laughs> you sound like your daughter being upset with a joke I told her. Rape deer almost gets him. That's my favorite Nirvana song. (laughs) Rape deer. Um, That deer is not very courteous to No, and he's got mean brown eyes. So does Bambi, though. Bambi has red eyes. Bambi has orange eyes. They're red. Is this the hill you're going to die on, bro? Is this the hill you're going to die on? Good luck trying to kill me on this hill, because you're going to die on this red, red hill. It's, you know, it really gets to the point of what we're fighting over because I don't care about the color of their eyes. I'm Except to differentiate one from the other because they're all fucking deer. I'm so over it with Bambi. I'm done with the golden age. I'm, I'm ready to move into silver. All right. Ready for me to say rape deer almost gets... Okay, men. <laughs> Damn near fire. killed deer. Man ruins everything. Man's then, a turd. Uh, flower named his son Bambi. But I'm gonna show you. Um, Just like show, the end of Harry Potter. Look, give me that fucking phone. Give me that fucking phone. I'm gonna show you the moment that made this entire movie worthwhile because it happened in 1942, and it is one of the most beautiful things. This. Still, so whole right here. Shit. What you're looking at this is, is something that they th- call this entire thing was worth watching because of this. It's called ripple glass, and it's broken slash reblown glass that they move back and forth. It's kind of like have you ever been at a Chinese restaurant, like a Chinese buffet that had one of those fucking waterfall light up plastic pictures that looks like the waterfall is moving. Because that's an animation style. I wish we could go to a Chinese buffet right now. God damn, I want to be at a Chinese buffet right now. There's a place called China Sea that's closed down because it was disgusting and I loved it. Anyway, ripple glass. That's what they use to make the fire look like the fire's moving. It's what they use to make the ponds look like ponds. Uh, This was uh, special effects at its finest. For this moment, which is why this movie is only seven five minutes. It's very neat. It's neat. It does some neat things. Uh, it is not. It is not a Disney masterpiece. 
It is a Disney masterpiece. It is not a Disney masterpiece. Well, I think the next episode of this show needs to be us fighting to the death. Yeah, we can't do it right now. No, we I can't need, do it right now. No, I need hot dogs. We're doing a couple hot dogs each, yeah. Bro, I got a couple of hot dogs. I'm going to put some kimchi on them hoes and some fucking sauce I made myself. <laughs> All right. I think you're going to like it. Yeah, fuck Bambi. Fuck uh, Bambi, man. Wel- welcome back to Plutzen and Cousin. <laughs> I don't know that we should even differentiate seasons. Um, I think this might be the best episode we've ever done. I did more research than ever, and I shared only a third of it. This is definitely not the best episode we've ever done, but... Um, You're just scared. I mean, it's not like we're going to go like, hey, season one, episode, blah, blah. Like, we're just going to be in here, and we're going to tack a, tack a number on to the end of the episode. You get what you get. Just like with Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Malort. That, I've had enough Malort. I'm not. If I drank another sip, I would probably die in this Oh, room. God. Can we please just go eat food? Let's do it. Thanks, everybody. Welcome back to... Um, Disney's Pleasant and Cousin is back, right. baby. Yeah. We're Pleasant and Cousin. You you wish you were Cousin and Pleasant. Give us a week. We'll get it. We're just working. We're just trying to figure out who we, we are. We didn't have good inspiration, God damn it! I told you we should have just started with Cinderella. And I said no. I w- we cover all the major feature pieces. We should have just watched a Muppet Christmas Carol. <clears throat> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. 